Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Welcome to Generation Animal. I am Troy Mosby. And my name is Tony. Don't quack at me, Gordon Bombay motherfucking Colosi. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> None. I, I just finished the, the Mighty Ducks uh, TV show series that they did on Disney. <laughs> I didn't know there was one. It's fucking, if you ever watched the movies and enjoyed the movies uh, like younger, like me and my generation, it was my fuck. That was our movie. And... It's really, really cool. It's, they did a fucking great job. Kudos to them clowns over there at the Mickey Mouse World. They did a fucking great job with it. Yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen the movies, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and the, and the movies are, you know, they. I mean, they're great kids' movies, but there's a lot of like adult shit going on in those movies. I never realized until I rewatched them recently. In the original movies. Yeah, like there's a lot of like you know, you know questionable children's movie comments in those fucking movies. Just like if you go back and watch any thing, you're like, man, they, they got a way of saying that? Holy shit, this is a kid's movie. I have to um, revisit that. I haven't seen those things in Pretty, pretty funny, because uh, I watched it backwards, which is weird. I watched part, I watched three, two, and then one <laughs> in that order, and I was like, shit, if you've gone and just watched this movie backwards, it's about a high school hockey coach that loses his shit and fucking ends up hating hockey so much that he becomes a drunk lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, think about it like that. <clears throat> yeah, I have to. I, I have to tell you though, honestly, it'll be the, like the it's low on the list for me, man. I got a lot of shit to watch that I haven't finished. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like if you grew up on it, I highly highly recommend watching the new Mighty Ducks Game Changers fucking show. It's really 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 well done. Emilio Estevez uh, did a really good job. Oh, he's in it? Yeah, he produces it and everything. Ah. He like helped him. he helped write it with the original Mighty Ducks writer and all that shit. So it was really uh really good. I know COVID fucked them up a little bit. They wanted to do more, but they did what they could with what they had. How long is it? Uh I think eight episodes. And I think they're like I think they're only like thirty minute episodes. They're not very long. Yeah, I man, I still have season three of the karate of Cobra Kai. Oh yeah, you gotta watch that. That's yeah, that's I still, that's I still have Season two of Daredevil. I have the whole Terminator series, the whole Iron Fist, the whole um, was it uh, Jessica Jones? I have all that stuff. I have to catch up on. I just yeah. I, 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 I have a hard time watching. We just fucking finished um, the new uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. We just mm-hmm. finished it. I mean, that's been out for a while. We used to like binge stuff, but with everything going on lately, I have not had time to do a goddamn thing. Yeah, I used to binge shit too, and then uh, the world fucking stopped, and I got real busy. Yeah, it's uh, <clears throat> I I uh, same same problem, same problem. Uh, but yeah, like especially lately, like at least before, like I try to come home and we put Ray down eventually, and then 
uh, try to get something in. Mm-hmm. Lately, I've you know the past four weeks have been a nightmare, and uh, I would say I've been getting home so fucking late. Just like <coughs> home, I, I like eat or I'll eat something on the way home, and then baby's asleep and I, already, and I just I go upstairs and just crash. Yeah, man, I've been it's been like fucking crazy. So usually I do the normal shit. I just work, you know, work out to go to jujitsu. And yeah. the last fucking 14 days, 17 days, I haven't been to jujitsu. So tomorrow will be like my first day back. It's just been busy between having contractors here and getting shit done and work and, you know, yeah. fucking life, dude. It's fucking horrible. I'm not yeah. bitching, but still, yeah. I, I feel, <clears throat> I, you know, I've been working, you know, roughly just Monday through Friday, roughly like 65 hours. And then Saturday is usually another 10 to 15. And Sunday is my only day. But by, you know, by the time that comes, it's like I'm just dead and I don't want to do anything. But now I got so much shit that has to be done that I have to just muscle through it. And, you know. Well, that's me. Yeah. We're fucking building this oasis in the backyard and shit. And, yeah. You know, fucking shoveling fucking rock. I bought a boat, you know, bowling out a little bit, you know, fucking. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I've been just making sure I've been working and it's, it's been crazy. But I got to get shit back to normal, man, because it's fucking totally <clears throat> fucking with my um, zenness. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I am, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, I mean, you know, and for anybody who doesn't know, my, um, my sister passed away a few weeks ago suddenly. So my dad is the owner of the company I work for. And needless to say, he walked away for a while. And uh, he's taking some time to himself to reflect everything that's happened. And I've been yeah, sorry to hear about that. Oh, thanks, man. It's it's been, you know, my, if the one thing I can do for him is to keep the company off his mind, then that's what I'll do. It's just, uh, you know, you don't realize how hard it is to run a company until you fucking have to. Yeah, <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> yeah, and not by you know, like it's not like the, we prepared for this day. It's not like it was just like it was just like I literally got a phone call, and it was like, go, and I, I've been on all hands on deck since then, and. I've just been tired, and phone doesn't stop ringing, and it is what it is. But we'll get through it, you know. And when he's comfortable to come back, hopefully, I can take a little time to myself because maybe just a couple of days just to kind of regroup. <laughs> Doors yeah. open, brother. <laughs> you never know. You might that door might be open. You might see me flying through. Like I'm taking a nap. <laughs> Let's get on that I, boat, <laughs> dude. I, we have more than enough room, man. Good, because I got. Uh, big family. You got a big what? <laughs> I got a big old family. I got a big bike. <laughs> <laughs> you got to park my bike in it. <laughs> so yeah, that, I just uh, you know definitely don't want to spend too much time on that, but I want everybody to understand. And that's I, we're probably a little backed up too on episodes, so if people know at least what happened, at least they know why. It's been yeah, well, yeah, rough month. We don't have no, we don't have no fucking deadlines, and when we gotta take a break, we're just gonna go take that fucking break and. <clears throat> Yeah, you know. that's what's great about being able to do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want you do it. When you you don't have time, you take a little time. You got you know you and me both got home projects going on. Yeah, well, we're not going crazy. nowhere, and exactly. <clears throat> we gotta we gotta keep doing this. But sometimes life happens, and you know, but you motherfuckers listening, uh, you got to deal with it. Yeah, <clears throat> I got uh, I got a couple of guys at work listening to this now. Oh, do they? Yeah, the one guy's laughing. He was. Uh, you listen to like the cooking one 
and mm-hmm. uh the Sasquatch one and he was like, Oh, it's pretty funny. He's like, uh he's like, You guys work pretty good together. So I was like, Yeah, that's why we keep doing it, asshole. <laughs> the Sasquatch, <laughs> believe it or not, man, I've gotten a lot of props and a lot of feedback and a lot of people come up to me about the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch one, one's great. Everyone loves the Sasquatch one. That's a funny one. We should just like do a, a um like because I'm watching this crazy ass show about Sasquatch. It's the worst goddamn documentary ever. ever <laughs> and I was like convinced. I was convinced up until like a couple weeks ago that the guy who's like telling the story, who's the reporter in the story, was this porn star Evan Stone from like the '90s. I was like, I'm telling yeah. you, it's the same fucking guy. And I looked, <laughs> I looked him up, and it's not the same guy. But this dude has to be related. He looks fucking identical to him and i was like look it's the same fucking guy i was like there's, there's no way this goddamn story is real like, um amber's boss thinks it's like true i'm like look man i want there to be bigfoot more than anyone on the planet i really do i wanted to be out there i want but this is the dumbest fucking documentary i've ever seen in my life is it's that the, the worst one, one is that the one with the dude from police academy does it no because so. he does a Bigfoot documentary. No. The dude with the fucked up voice. Yeah, yeah. No, I, know, I know you're that talking guy. about. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. No, he's definitely not in it. Um, no, I think he produced it, though, or recorded it or something like that. His was is that Finding good. Bigfoot? Yeah, no, this one's just called Sasquatch. It's new okay. on Hulu. It came out like a month or two ago. And um, But I think I heard of that one. I heard it was a good one, though. Yeah, but he's a weird fucking dude, man. Yeah, and I heard that the one, um, uh, who Bobcat Gilfoy? Remember Bobcat Gilfoy? Yeah, that's the same. That's what I'm talking about. Bobcat oh, that's Gilfoy. who you're talking about. Bobcat Gilfoy. That's I thought you were talking same. about the black guy from Police Academy. They go, why, why the why the fuck would I fucking equate Bigfoot with some fucking Negro making fucking weird noises? Have you ever seen a motherfucker in a deer suit? <laughs> 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 because he said he's just crazy shit with his voice and i was like oh that the first guy i thought of <laughs> right, just so you know the story with the dude in the deer suit he's white it doesn't matter you were the one talking around walking around in a fucking suit <laughs> that dude i didn't say it he said it he Fuck you did i got you on video saying it <laughs> no i just said i didn't but he said it to me no, like, I know, I but you said when you were sitting there talking about, it, you're like, I'm about to put on some big furry shoes and walk around and try to fuck with people <laughs> in the mountains. And then you were like, How much for a motherfucker in a deer suit? <laughs> Dude, and then you're like, Oh, that reminds me of this crazy ass guy I work with. <laughs> Just so you know, there was this one thing. I don't know what the fuck it was, but <clears throat> we went back and forth. And I was like, I didn't say that. You're like, Yeah, the fuck you did. I was like, No, I didn't. And then when I was editing it, I was like, huh, I did say that. I was going to do this whole Rick James uh, fucking thing, you know. Uh, I never said anything about cocaine. You know? <laughs> go back and be like, cocaine is a hell of a job. I, I think I remember that. We were like, arguing. I was like, motherfucker, you just said it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I did say it. <laughs> That's why we shouldn't drink a lot and then do this. No. That's why uh, but dude, I had edibles. Like, <laughs> I, had, I had people probably for two weeks be like dude the sasquatch and the fucking moose story they're like that's just fucking gold 
I think what we, we need to do is like separate from a podcast. We should just do like a 20-minute video of like me interviewing you about the Sasquatch. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sasquatch. It was the moose. And, and fucking be like, and then at the end it'd be like, wait a second, maybe that was just an elk. <laughs> <laughs> like this whole thing about Sasquatch and he's like, looked at me like, huh. <laughs> this and that and then fucking at the end of it come to think of it maybe that was just an elk <laughs> and, just, and then it would just go uh, credits <laughs> that'd be funny just like a fast even like 10 minute video just like asking well, like, what happened like, tell us about your story and then you tell this story about Sasquatch and no one believed you but uh, Johan saw it and he, he saw like his foot or something and this and that and all this shit. <laughs> and go through this whole story, like wear a weird outfit. And I'll wear like a fucking like reporter outfit. And you know, it'll be funny, funny as hell. I have better stories. I know, but that one's hysterical. <laughs> that one's like, it's just a simple, like there was an animal on the road that if I would have hit it, probably fucked the van up bail bad. Oh, it would have. We would have fucking destroyed that van, dude. Yeah. And, but, I mean, and that's essentially what the story is. But no, this the, the the leading up of him coming to the front and be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then you being like, "A fucking Bigfoot just ran out in the middle of the road." You saying that part makes the story interesting because now you're like, "I just saw not just an any animal. I saw a fucking crazy big animal that I was willing to say Bigfoot at first because it was the first goddamn thing that came to your mind." Dude. You have no idea how big that fucking animal was. And I'm not going to lie. When I picture this happening, and I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, when I picture all this, I picture the cartoon Sasquatch from a Goofy movie. Yeah, no, I don't see it. Yeah, I figured you haven't, and we'll get back to it, and I'll put a picture up, and you'll laugh your balls off when you see this thing. He's dancing <coughs> around singing the Bee Gees. I definitely have not seen that you fucking stone bastard. Funny as hell, too. And that just goes with fucking what we're going to do tonight, leading yeah. into the differences. So tonight, today, whatever, <clears throat> we are going to list out. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, this is in no specific order. Yeah, I mind button under your mind. Yeah, because I there's no way I could gauge best to worst, uh, so I can't do a top ten, which is actually twelve because I was on a tirade, and all these bands were popping into my head. Um, my ten most underrated bands from my time period compared to Tony's ten most underrated band from his time period. And the reason why we have separate 10, because we have a big disparity, just disparity in age. So, yeah. And I think we went, we, we didn't really discuss this ahead of time. We didn't name bands or anything, but we just did discuss that. I, I know as far as my list goes, I, I tried to stay with popular bands that people knew that I felt were underrated as musical bands, musical acts in general. I know Troy's got a lot of like bands that most a lot of people might not even heard of. He just maybe seen them in clubs and followed them ever since, or maybe they were like right at the cusp, or maybe they 
maybe they have one song or something. You know what I mean? That was somewhat. Well, popular. that's but that that actually isn't the case. No. So it's not. how how no, how old are you? Thirty three. All right. So I'm fifty one. Be fifty two in a month. I'll be thirty four in a month. <clears throat> so these bands were these bands were huge. Okay, they were huge. Well, they, they weren't. I, I can't say huge, but they were big enough where. So I had the luxury of coming up when metal was first fucking popping, when these guys was touring, and you know, so they're not small bands. By no means are they unknown because every band is an MTV band, which don't mean shit now. Yeah, but back then, very very back big. then was a fucking huge deal. But probably a lot, maybe a lot of people, and me, I'm using a bigger exception because I love so many different types of music. And me and you have had conversations, and you've introduced me to a lot of bands over the years. So, um, so maybe with the exception of somebody like me who's really into music and all music because I love everything, um, which you'll tell by my crazy list, uh, may not know some of these bands. And it all depends on how old you are. Yeah, so your age, you'll probably at least heard of them. And if you're in the metal and all that and heavy music, yeah. you probably definitely know them. I picked all metal bands. I didn't go metal because okay. I go metal or hip hop, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I straight a I little went, bit. I didn't. I did straight fucking beginning of the roots, mid 80s, early 90s metal. Okay. Cool. I did probably, I would say, early to mid 90s to maybe like early 2000s of like rock and a mixture of a couple different little weird bands in there too. I did all who I feel are um, completely underrated. Okay. I feel like I was probably in the same boat then. Uh, bands that were definitely popular at one time or even bands that in my, I, I feel maybe even, uh, they stayed relevant by like changing their sound and stuff, but like the music, if you really listen to it, it's like it's it's like oh my god, like how could they even think of doing something like that and going from grungy to that? You know what I mean? Like no, I got you like that. So that's kind of where I went with my list. I think no, that's fine. I'm um, what your list is your list, bitch. <laughs> I got some crazy ones in there, and I got a bold statement too. So we'll see how that goes down. But you know, it's funny is that I remember being on a tour with you. And play you shit like who the fuck is this? I'm like you never heard this before. <laughs> yeah, I remember because me and you used to be driving buddies. Yeah, because I didn't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! See this crazy? That shit? is that is some ape like shit that you're doing right there. And whenever I oh. do that, I get yelled at by my fucking significant other. Dude, look, I fucking I use my mic stand to scratch my back. <laughs> I, I actually have a back scratcher. So do I, but not down here. I probably should get one down here because I feel like I do have this problem down here. <laughs> so, all right. Um, I'm gonna, how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do your whole list? Do you want to go back and forth? No, we go on? back and forth. And I, I'm thinking about sharing some shit as we do this. Okay. Um, only because for people that don't know or haven't seen, I think a visual always helps or uh, audio always helps, you know? Yeah. And shit. So um, I think I'm going to share some shit while we do this. Okay. 
I feel about that. I'm cool with that. Okay. So let me um, go ahead and pop this up right here. I don't know if I can, but we'll try. That's not what I wanted. I didn't know how to get the fuck out of this now. <laughs> but uh, you got to work with me here, people. <laughs> okay. So let me see real quick. Who am I going to go with first? I don't have mine in order whatsoever, but um, I'm going to go with the Jim Blossoms. Oh, I've heard it. I know the Jim Remember Blossoms. The Jim Blossoms had uh, you know, um, a bunch of songs, man. I mean, had a lot of hits in general, right? A lot of hits. Um, Found out about you. Um, right around this town. What the fuck so what makes them so underrated? Have you ever, number one, have you ever, like, I'm going to say, assume no, but um, seen, like, a live video of them from either, I would say even now, really, more than back in the day? Maybe. Fantastic live band. Sound amazing. Just as good as the record, if not better. Um, and... You know, put on a decent show, but like, I would say musically, write beautiful songs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I follow you. And I feel like, you know, as a band from the 90s that probably people only really know is like this, like, Hey, Jealousy, um, or that. Uh, like, I remember, okay, I remember that song. Yeah. Uh, Till I Hear It From You. Um and follow you down like anywhere you go i'll follow you down you know what i'm saying like a lot of people know there was like a couple songs but they have i can't even tell you dude so many songs that are really just really amazing songs like if you just like a great album to like just listen to and you can literally just like you can put on any album where there's like a greatest hits and you will not even a greatest hits fucking go past their hits their other stuff's better like that's where that's where I'm going with most of my bands. Like their other shits usually better than their hits. Like if they even had hits, you know, there might be one hit wonders on here, five hit wonders. Like this band had like five in the '90s and the early 2000s. They were pretty big, and then they kind of fell off the planet. I didn't even know they were still like around until my father-in-law said something. He's like, I was like, is this the Jim Blossoms? He was like, yeah. I was like, man, this is a great song. This sounds really good. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, this is like off the new album. And I was like, holy shit. And I, I, that's when I started kind of looking into it. I was like, wow, these guys are really fucking good. And the guy's voice is still strong as it was when he, when he first played. Like, he doesn't sound horrible. Like, a lot of those bands burnt out. Like, the singers burnt out, all of them. And they're still doing good. They're still touring, and they're fucking kicking ass and writing great music. I well, guess people listen to them. They, they may be starting to tour. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, like, relevantly been touring for a long time now. Never really stopped. So my thing, my thing is, and like I said, no particular order, but these guys right here, I um, you know, I'm a little impartial for people that don't know because I've worked with so many bands in my day, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of them I've worked with, but <clears throat> I'll have to say, 
a few of these guys are good friends of mine in this band and um, they sort of helped me out in my career a long time ago. And I would say one of my top picks, the most underrated, even though they did very well, would be Biohazard. Okay. Can you hear that? No. Is it sharing? Is screen sharing? No. Yeah, I can see everything you're doing, but there's no sound. Might be because you have the headphones in. Yeah, I don't, I can't, um, I don't think I could change that and shit, but this band is literally one of my favorite fucking bands. Yeah. They're the, um, the actual hardcore fucking band that crossed over, did songs with Cypress <clears throat> Hill and yeah. shit. Yeah. They're a great band. If you never heard of Biohazard, it's definitely worth a listen from the mid 80s till actually late in the 2000s and shit. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I first really <clears throat> listened to them with you. I heard them before, but first, really with you, you were the one that really pushed them on me. It was really good. I, I enjoy them. I, 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 I highly suggest checking them out if you hear this because it's fucking, <clears throat> they are a good band, man. Well, they got a lot of, you know, just the stuff that they do and the rhythms that they do. And, you know, they they were almost to me, what drew me towards them, they were the perfect mix of my two worlds, which is like hip hop and metal. And they did it so fucking well. And shit. so, you know, if you never fucking heard them, you go check it out because you're fucking going out in the sauce. <laughs> and isn't our theme song that? I'm sorry. What? What? Our yes. theme song? I, actually, our fucking podcast song is, is, is from Biohazard, yeah. who Bill, Billy gave me permission to use it for the podcast. Yeah. So people. Just in case you motherfuckers want to get fucking wacky out there and try to shut us down, I got yeah. permission, bitch. Bring it on! Yeah, tears of blood. That's that song. <laughs> yeah, I, um, as I said, I knew I knew that was their song that we had. I was surprised you didn't pitch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, my second band again, no particular order. The band Hinder. Do you remember? Oh, I know Hinder. They're from Florida, aren't they? <sighs> Probably. Most bands are from Florida. Ah, most bands are not from Florida. Most dicks then, are from Florida. Back then, most bands were popping out of Florida like crazy. <laughs> um, but, you know, again, everybody knows their fucking horrible songs like Lips of an Angel and like Better Than Me and Get Stone. Honestly, those are the three worst fucking songs they have. They have great fucking songs. And let me tell you, I did not like Hinder. Did not like fucking hated Hinder pretty much most of my life, which a lot of these bands is how I was until... A certain thing happened, and boom, I was going to see another band that's on my list, so I'm not going to say their name. Um, and they opened for them. They opened for the the, the band. And um, <clears throat> I wasn't even going to see the other band. The same concert made me fall in love with two different bands that are on this list that I think <laughs> are underrated. Um, but Hinder was the second band tonight. The first band tonight was Papa Roach, who I love, and I feel like they've stayed relevant. So I, I don't really think they're underrated. I think they're doing they're right at the level they need to be which is great um so they're not on this list but hinder let me tell you something 
these fucking guys came out and I thought I was at like a Def Leppard concert in 1987. Like I was like, <laughs> they had their crazy stage set up with the stairs and the lights and the flames. And they were promoting this new album. Um, I think it was all American nightmare. And I hadn't heard anything off it before. And let me tell you, dude, they came out, they blew me the fuck away. And I was like, holy shit, I got to get this album. Not only did I get the album, I went back in their back catalog and fucking was like, holy shit, these guys are fucking, this is a great rock band. It's just a great rock band. Simple as that. No, like their show is amazing. Like, I don't know about now because they have a new singer, but their old singer, uh, Austin, whatever the fuck his name is. I've hung out mm-hmm. with these guys a couple times, by the way. Fucking awesome dudes. Uh, the, uh, the guitar players and the bass player and the drummer, Cody. I mean, they bought me drinks at the bar. We played craps together. Fucking, we had a great goddamn time. And what casino was that? Uh, that night was the Sands up in Bethlehem. Okay. I saw them there, and we had we had seen them before. We had met them a couple times. Fucking great guys. I know. Uh, <clears throat> we, I think I played with them before, back when like he was a fucking the singer was a drunk. But now they have a new singer who is actually their old pr- producer. He actually wrote most of their fucking songs anyway. Uh, he doesn't sound like the original singer, but I mean, if you want to see them live, great. I don't know if I would go now, but that's I'll tell funny. You, underrated band. I thought they're just a great fucking rock. Band. That's like my boy Casiano from fucking. I've got which, but he's playing Anthrax now. He plays in uh, uh, Volby. Yeah, Volby. I met him. Fucking yeah. So so Kaj, who I'm friends with, he started out. You know, he played with Anthrax. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know who he yeah. is. He, he started out as a producer, and yep. then he sort of hopped in, and then he produced fucking Volbeat. And I was like, hey, you want to play a guitar on this? Yep. And next thing you know, the guy's in the fucking bed. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's how I met when 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 Volbeat was like really getting hot when they had that uh, Heaven Nor Hell song and all that came out yeah, that yeah. album. Um, uh, I saw them I Empire open for him, yep. and. I uh, went and saw Corey, was hanging out with Corey, and then Corey brought us to the, the bar afterwards where the bands were hanging out. It was like lockdown for the bands. And he brought me and, you know, our old friend in. And uh, we were hanging out, and I met the guys from Volby. I got to talk to him for a little while. Fucking real nice guy. Um, uh, in fact, um, I've heard stories about the singer of Volby, but, like, I'll tell you, he was real fucking nice to me when I met him. And like, I was in a room where it wasn't supposed to be, like, fans there, you know what I mean? So it was pretty cool. Oh, also... Props to you, Corey, my buddy, my friend. Just got his blue belt in jujitsu. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got mine, and then like two months later, he got his. So if I, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. He he posted the other night and shit. I I still talk to him. We talk via text or via fucking whatever social media. But yeah, he's out. He looks great right now, dude. Oh yeah, no, I I um I'm friends with him on all social media too. Well, I met him um, a few years back, man. He's a fucking cool dude. For my next one. Is, I don't know if you heard these guys or not, but these guys are 80s, 90s. They're a little bit of both, but they're out of, like, I don't know, fucking Glasgow, fucking Sweden or some shit like that. <laughs> this band called Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I know. Have, you ever, heard, have yes. you ever heard Halloween? Dude, yes. I watched. I saw these guys play a small club with about fucking 200 people. Amazing. Yeah. I've, I've never, I've heard their music. I've never dove in and looked at any live stuff or 
any videos, but like I do know who they are. I've heard their stuff. Dude, let me tell you. Yo, I wish you could have seen them when I fucking seen them because you're fucking missing out, man. Because their shit was on fire. And with that, let's see if we give it a little bit of tasty taste. Straight metal. Yeah, fucking banging your fucking head, hair going, not for me, but for everybody else. You know, slapping your girlfriend in the ass, fucking flicking a titty. Yeah. Yeah, great voice. Oh yeah. But if you if you ever heard Halloween and you could come across this stuff and pick it up, man, I'm telling you, definitely worth the listen. And this is one of those bands that, you know, it's a musician's band because they're doing so much and that, you know, everyone's fitting as many notes as they can into 16 bars. Yeah. But great band, worth the fucking listen, bro. All right. Yeah, I've uh, I've definitely heard of them before. I was actually something recently I saw with them, like, um, are they doing something over in Europe? Or like it was a big deal that they were doing possible. Something. They have to be old as fuck, but it's possible. Yeah, it was like a big deal that like I don't know if they broke up and like someone they were doing like a reunion or something like that, something like that. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I was just I was literally just like listening to something about it the other day. I haven't followed them in a long time, but uh, yeah, like I said, they're a great band. Yeah, that's just that old school metal feel. You love that fucking. Oh, oh yeah, it's that, a that shit. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's a <laughs> you know the high fucking notes and you yeah. know fucking your, your pants are so tight you can see religion type shit. You know. <laughs> I love eighties stuff like that. You know that I'm all about that shit. That's my, my that was my stuff. Um, what you got? Uh, my next one's gonna be a fast one. I'm not gonna fucking. I, I probably will show some music for some of these, but this one, I feel like everybody knows who Fastball is. I don't know who Fastball is. Yes, you do. Definitely do, because um, I mean they had two very popular songs. One of which you hear in the summertime constantly. Do. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know that is. Okay. Yeah, remember them? Yeah. Fucking fantastic music writers, man. Three-piece band, and they fucking kill it every time. They had that other song was a was I out of my head? Was I out of my mind? That fucking song. Someone just redid it with like Machine Gun Kelly. They like. Took, oh, really? Like, they took the chorus from it. The chick's like, was I out of my? I was like, is this a fucking fastball song? <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, just I didn't a know fantastic that, that band. band was fastball. Yeah, I saw them, and I, uh, this is another name from my list. I'm going to put these together because I have more than 10 anyway. I saw them open for Sugar Ray. Oh, okay. Um, remember Sugar Ray? Yeah. I just want to fly. Another yeah, I under- know Sugar Ray is. Uh, I'm just making sure. Another, my, uh, I felt like they were both underrated. They're both in the same category as far as like music like they both had hits and they kind of faded away and but <clears throat> musically fucking great and um 
fantastic music that they do and fucking and Sugar Ray being part of this. Um, they did a Steve Miller color of Abracadabra. That's fucking outstanding. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, okay. I mean, the original is great. So like the Sugar Ray version is actually really good. I highly recommend it. And Fastball, just go listen to any of their stuff that they made after this fucking album. <laughs> it's so great. Who, who did the, um, the um, Steve Miller cover? Sugar Ray. I have to hear that. I I've never heard that before. It's it's good. It's like it kind of keeps the feel of the original, but it has like a modern and it has like Sugar Ray was like not a normal '90s band. They weren't like a grunge band. They weren't like they were kind of their own sound for a while there because they had the DJ and all that too. And uh, their drummer actually played guitar too. So he, like half the songs live, he played guitar, and they had like the DJ did the drum beat in the background. Oh, that's pretty cool. And they and they had a bar on the stage. It was really cool. They had a tiki bar, and they were sitting there drinking, making drinks for people. And shit. It was a cool concert. It was them, Fastball, Sugar Ray, and another band on my list. All three of the fucking guys were, as far as I'm concerned, underrated bands. But the third one's a good one, and I want to wait for that one. Okay, so my next one is maybe you guys. I know the old school cats have heard it, but listen, but new school cats probably never heard it, and that would be Sabotage. Sabotage, man, another underrated band, brother, brother combo, killing it, fucking, you know, this is a type of guitar that you air guitar to, you know, put it behind your back. Oh, yeah. I like that voice. So, if you've never heard Sabotage, fucking amazing band, great albums. They're an 80s, 90s band. Fucking killed it. Seen them many a times. Fucking, dude, nostalgia is fucking great. Because if you never heard it, it's not nostalgic. It's just you never heard that shit before. Yeah, I love it's that shit. guy's voice. Oh, dude, you never heard Sabotage? I thought I did, but maybe it was, maybe it was something a long time ago. Go buy Hall of Mountain King, download it, whatever the fuck you do. I'm telling <laughs> you, dude, it, it, you won't be disappointed. Sabotage, great fucking band, bro. I mean, and they're, so they're not just a metal band, they're an operatic metal band okay that's probably why i'm like i'm yeah. the way that feels yeah so everything that. is everything is big and full and i got a band know. like that on my list too so i i'm excited for that one actually yeah it's, I it's definitely i love that shit i love it when there's two totally different elements that come together and make something amazing oh yeah man they they got a, so many different elements going on musically that is hundred percent worth the listen. And what was great, what's great about what we're doing right now is that you know you all get you get caught up into just what you're doing and what you're listening to. That it made me fucking go back and be like, oh yeah, all right, these bands, I've haven't listened to those guys in a long time. So now I'm actually updating my playlist now with bands that I haven't listened to in fucking years, you know between touring and doing our own music together. So I haven't listened to these bands. And I'm like, wow, I forgot all about these fucking grandfathers that made me want to do 
what I did. So now I'm like, oh my God, this is great. I can't believe it's been so long since I listened to this when it was shit that I used to listen to on a fucking daily. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, so, I, a couple of these bands, yeah, have taken me back to go back and listen to them too. And then a couple of them is more ones that I more recently in the past like year or two had rediscovered almost like didn't like them when I was younger rediscovered them went back and realized how fucking great they were and I missed out you know what I mean like well, shit like that yeah I don't I have a I don't have any of those on my list but fortunately enough a lot of the bands that you're talking about like shit like that where I didn't like them when I was younger and I rediscovered them yeah. and I liked them a lot now I had an opportunity to see yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you know, so I I made it in that window where I was able to rediscover them and then go see them. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I fucking fucking didn't see these guys yeah. that back then and I'm seeing them now. Yeah, you know, my so my one big one is probably I have a regret. I hope I get to see them uh one day. I don't know if I will, but <clears throat> I regret not embracing it back then, knowing the stuff that I know now. So that'll be a good one later. Well, you're um, on deck, baby. So my next one, I'm going to just continue since that I was already talking about the Sugar Ray and fastball stuff. The headliner of that night, when I saw them, this was back at probably, well, I, I, don't, I can't even say the height of their career because um, these fucking guys have somehow, they had a rough start in their career, and then they have stayed relevant ever since, say, 1997. Um, they started okay. in the late 80s, the Goo Goo Dolls. Ah, the Google doll. Is that the dude that sings with um with um Santana, right? No, that's uh Matchbox. Rob 20. Thomas? That's Rob Thomas. That's Matchbox 20. Same oh, era okay. though. Same era music. Okay. Okay. Uh both big at the same time. This is the the, the band sings uh Slide um name <laughs> That was for the City of Angels soundtrack. But Sorry. They, <laughs> they, um, but they started in the late 80s, and they were like a punk band, and the bass player was actually the lead singer. Now, if you go back and listen to that stuff, it's really like trashy, like simple punk music back then, like just the guitar, bass, and drums. It's real, and it's not bad, but the stuff that they morphed into, and this is why I chose them was you know they had that big hit name um and then they had on the twister soundtrack which is on the same album as name uh long way down the twister the twister soundtrack yeah they were on a twister soundtrack yeah they had that song a long way down okay that song and then you know it's, that was a hit then they disappeared for a few years and then they came out with this goddamn song for the city of angels soundtrack mm -hmm. and then they made the dizzy up the girl album which is basically their appetite for destruction. It's like a greatest fucking hits. Every song. I know the Google Goo Dolls. I just I didn't listen to them till late in the era. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I was lucky. I got to see these guys during this era, and they put a fucking every. I've seen them probably 50, 60 times since. And really great show. And they sound amazing. They are a fucking great show. The thing I like about them though is that they have adapted over the years. They've changed. So like they went from that 
you know, that punk stuff to like a 90s rock to this, which was a more like um, modern rock, like in the fuel and the Creed era and all that. And then they. God they, damn it. I left them off my list. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> Creed. Uh, 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 <laughs> Honorable um, mention. And um, they, uh, they, I mean, they have top hits right now, right fucking now. You wouldn't now if you put on like their newest album's called Miracle Pill. If you put the song on, you probably heard it on the fucking radio, and you're probably really? like, yeah, and you have no idea it's them. It doesn't even sound like any of their old stuff, but they are staying relevant, and the music is still great somehow. Like it's, I don't know, I can't explain it. Like they've changed their, they've just adapted over years. Kind of like Pop Roach, but Pop Roach has kept more rock element to their uh -huh. sound. They they kind of went more forward. They didn't go as far as like Thirty Seconds to Mars did. But they okay. they went you know to the level where they're making p danceable hits that people like, but it's still kind of you know their feel on you know what I mean they're great fucking musicians. This is a great band. You know it's fucked up. Well, it's not fucked up. It's actually pretty cool. Is we're fucking one eighty from each other. Oh right yeah, now. it's totally opposite. That's, that's <laughs> opposite. like music wise, but, like. No, I like that shit. Yeah. I just you know it's sort of like. You're turning me on to shit that I never really realized. Yeah, hopefully, I'm doing the same. You know? Yeah, no, I, I, you know I love 80s music, and you know a lot of stuff that I don't know. So with that being said, we're going to ramp this motherfucker up, son. And one of my favorites, and I, I'm a little biased because the first tour, not that I played on, but that I worked for as a tech, was this tour. And this would be the King Diamond tour. Okay. Abigail. Fucking King Diamond is my fucking man. I would let him sleep with my fucking mother. I fucking love King Diamond. And said, for those of you guys who don't know King Diamond, you gave that a little taste. Andy LaRock. King Diamond. Sing it. Phil Hansen. This fan is fucking off the chain. We're gonna give you a little a little a little piece of piece of this. Here you go, Tony. Yeah. Wait for the vocals. Hear that Latin beat? I listen. Let me help you out of that chair, Grandma. Oh, you know, you know, <laughs> fucking King Diamond. You know, Grandma, it. what was it like? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know King Diamond. <laughs> I fucking love King Diamond. I, 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 I'm not deep into it, but I do know a few songs. I know, obviously, who the fuck King Diamond is, though. I mean, you can't miss that guy. But that's like, uh, that's one of we, we say that at work all the time. Like, whenever, like, the mood's getting weird, one me or my cousin will be like, let me help you out of that chair, Grandma. That, that's a great fucking album, dude. 
Great album. I dude, I love King Diamond. He's old as fuck. He's still touring, but the band is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. I've never seen, I don't think I've ever seen any live stuff. I've seen King Diamonds five fucking times, dude. Really? Oh yeah. And it's always some crazy shit. Him getting in the coffin, them setting on fire. I mean, it's over the top, Satanistic, crazy ass fucking shit. Oh and I love every fucking piece of it. <laughs> I love King Diamond. That's fucking funny. As soon as, you, as soon as you brought him, I was like, yes, I'm going to get the same thing. I'm going to get the same. I can't. I'm actually, I'm actually impressed and actually pretty fucking excited that you know who King Diamond is. Right. I actually, it's fucked up as I thought. I, I did a show with Dead Superstar a while back, and I thought we were what, opening was, for was, King Diamond. What, was was I playing with that show? No. Okay. It was after you. Fuck him. Fuck him then. <laughs> I thought we were opening for King Diamond, and I like I didn't. I was like, that's a weird thing because I, that's just what he told me. I thought, and I was like, oh, that's King Diamond. I didn't know who King Diamond is. I was like, cool. I want to see this show, right? I stick around through the other band. And they go to come on. It wasn't fucking King Diamond. <laughs> it was Who fucking, was it? It was King's X. Oh, I remember that show. That was, that was actually one of the first shows after I left. Yeah, it was after. It was like not long after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I think that it might have been the. No. It was, was two a, shows. It was two shows after I left. I know exactly what you're it, talking um, about. I played two shows after you, and. Uh. That was one of them, and the last one I did was the Buck Terry show. Yes. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave this on a high note. This is a great show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it makes up for that King fucking bullshit. Who, yeah, by the way, yeah. King's X, nothing against him. You know, uh, Ray Luzier plays drums for them. Fucking phenomenal. The drummer from Corn. Oh, that's it, really? Yeah, he plays drums for them, too. All right. The, new, the drummer that's still playing with Corn. Yeah, the current drummer. Yeah, badass. Yes. So when I was go doing that a whole um, Scott shit. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. How you met him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That we were all hanging out in um, Tennessee together. He's a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a really down to earth, just killer, totally fucking outstanding drummer too. So. Yeah, yeah. He's a really cool dude, man. Real. We hung out for hours and did shots of. I had no fucking idea, but it was like. <laughs> he's yeah, a real cool dude. I don't think he tours with. Um, King's X that often, only when he's not with Corn. Well, Corn's number one. King's X doesn't tour that much. Yeah, like, but, um, but I think the, yeah. the night I, the night I was there, he wasn't with him. Hey, hold on, let me check the check this out just so I can show you because I never showed you before. My mother-in-law gave this to me for Christmas. You see that? Yeah. My fucking whiskey barrel, son. I was in a whiskey barrel. Nice. Just in case you think that bitch don't work. Oh, that's that Jack Daniels shit right there, son. Ooh, yeah. Fuck you. Get your own, bitch. I am. I actually, <laughs> I'm going to get a, a big one I was looking at. Like, not huge, but like maybe like three of them uh -huh. size wise. Um, and keeping it down here. <laughs> nice. So I, can just, I can just be like, thanks, guys. So, what you got? All right. My next one, we've talked about this guy, uh, this band before couple times <clears throat> this is the band that hinder opened for that again i went there to see papa roach play a 30 minute set by the way and i end up falling in love with nickelback and hinder that night nickelback is the band they're fucking 
as far as I'm, everybody fucking hates them for some reason, but they are so fucking good. So good. Musician, their musicianship is out of this world. Fucking sick. Like they just, and they sound what great. What band is this? Nickelback. Ah, I have so many Nickelback jokes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And they're like the first band you think of, like what a joke. And, but when it comes down to it, fucking outstanding. I always known you a big Nickelback fan, and you never hit that. You always said you're a Nickelback fan. Yeah, I, I like because I soon I like and I I wasn't probably like I liked a few songs, and then I saw them live that night, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit! This is like, I mean, and they'll play. They take requests. They just take random requests, and they'll play songs. They played um, Pantera when I was there the first time. They played um, Friends in Low Places. Like they don't care what it is. They'll play. They play Guns and Roses one time. Um, Talca. I mean, they just play all sorts of crazy shit, like because they were like a cover band for years, so they know a ton of stuff. So they, you'll just do requests. They'll just fucking tell you, yeah, okay, let's do it. Nice. Fuck it. So they're really fucking. They're phenomenal. And if you don't think so, listen to this drum beat. Their drummer is. I mean, you would never know how good he is. He's just a fucking. A slamming drummer, but he just keeps it simple. You know what I mean? And then when he needs to, he busts it out. His drum solo was out of this world when I saw him live every time. I, I listen. I don't have any hate for Nickelback, man. It's They're crazy. Seventy thousand, hundred thousand dollar buy on. Yeah, <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah, fucking guys are making millions of dollars every night. Someone cares about them. I don't give a fuck yeah, what anybody exactly. says. I have nothing bad to say about fucking Nickelback, dude. Yeah, and just that. just a great band. I, I suggest anybody who is trash Nickelback go buy the Sunny Side Up album or the Dark Horse album. You will be. I have to tell you, I, I talk shit about them and I make fun of them. I do too, well, but I, I, I never mean, heard I, a Nickel. Yeah, they're fucking I never great. Heard a, I never heard a Nickelback song I didn't like. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. So that says just, a lot. They make hits, man, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so. My next one is going to dovetail right off the last one, which would be Merciful Faith. Okay. Merciful Faith is what King Diamond did before he did King Diamond. Oh, okay. And this is, this is when he was straight up fucking, I want to suck Satan's fucking penis. You know, the, all this shit, you know, is fucking straight up, you know, don't break the oath. But you gotta listen to that. That's not your grandmother's music. So, if I get too deep into it, because I could do this all night. <laughs> if you like King Diamond and you go check them out. Then go listen to Merciful Fate, because Merciful Fate was the shit that he came from. Okay. And it was straight up, you know, all about Satan. So don't get it wrong. You're not going to go and listen and hear about some love stories. It's all <laughs> about, you know, eating Satan's asshole and all sorts of crazy shit like that. But fucking, it's the musicianship. And listen, his voice is fucking, I don't know. It's over the top and it's fucking stupid. Uh, it's one of a kind. But it it's all falsetto. Yeah. But it fits the music. But 
the musicianship that's going on in this band is you can't, you still can't fucking touch it. Yeah. That's insane. You know? This is where people like Dream Theater and all these guys come from because these guys are fitting as many notes as they can into 16 fucking bars. Yeah. Andy LaRock, Tim Hansen. I'm telling you, dude, this is like the shit to listen to. And, you know, sometimes you have to go past the vocals and just listen to the music. Man. And this is like, it could be one of those bands for you. It could not. The album cover is dope as fuck. And you wish you could fucking come up with an album cover like that, you saucy fucking bitch. But you fucking can't because you're not that fucking good. And shit. Can you see this? I'm just saying. (laughs) Yeah. Can you see that? Yeah. You see that? What are you seeing? Um... The devil <laughs> coming through the fire, pointing at you. Don't yeah. wait. No, you can't come up with some shit like this. If you come up with it, and you came up with this, King Diamond did it, bitch. As <laughs> is pretty cool. That is cool. That's fucking really fucking cool. I would love to do like a drum kit like that, dude. How the dope whole is that? drum kit in those colors. And then had that devil fucking thing. It might have been what they fucking did for all I know. But it's kind of cool. Fucking, how cool is that though? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy looking. That's nice. What you got? Um, we actually said one of these a little bit, but it wasn't really for it. I actually had Creed on my list. Oh, uh, did you, you fucker? I had, but I had them you, linked with did Alter you, Bridge. Did you play with us on that creature? Yes, we got that. Yeah, you did play with us, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Because that was like the third time of me playing with them in general. Because I played with Dive. Okay. Well, I have. That was a great show. Oh, yeah. That was a fun show, too. We had a great time. Mm -hmm. I I have Creed and Alter Bridge together because they're basically the same band, just different singers. Um, Miles Kennedy sings for Alter Bridge. Scott Stapp sings for Creed, obviously. And I'm not playing any Creed music because. Everyone knows Creed music. I don't give a fuck who you are. Everybody knows. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the guy's a fucking meme now. <laughs> I mean, Christ. <laughs> um, but just just uh, so people understand, Creed, Alter Bridge, uh, the, the people in the band are what makes both of them bands. And Mark Tremonti is obviously a fucking amazing guitar player, amazing vocalist. I mean, Tremonti's fucking solo stuff is great. Um, and... That's pretty much, I mean, just a, both, I mean, Creed's, that last fucking album with Creed was great. Full Circle. I don't fucking, know if I heard that album. That was when they got back together. They did that album. It's fucking amazing. It's a great yeah. album. I think I was out of it by the time they got back together and did that. Yeah, like when they got back there, I was like, oh, I'll, go, I'll finally uh, I'll go see Creed again and fucking... I mean, they put on a great show. Mark Germani, I mean, fucking the Flip, the drummer is fucking amazing. I mean, they're just great musicians. And Alter Bridge is fucking amazing. If you if you trash, I know a lot of people that hate Alter Bridge because they kind of stole Creed away. Go listen to fucking Alter Bridge. Alter Bridge is fucking amazing. I used to hate Miles Kennedy, but go listen to Alter Bridge. You're a fucking clown if you don't listen to Alter Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He may be that fucking tool bag from that rock star movie with Mark Wahlberg, but goddamn, can he sing? <laughs> Remember, uh, you ever see that movie? What, what uh, Rockstar? Uh, yeah, with Mark Wahlberg. 
Yeah, it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. Dude. Remember the ending when he pulls the fan out of the crowd? Yes, yes. And yes, he's like, yeah, yes. oh, man, you got you got a pretty good voice. What's your name? He's like, oh, my name's Thor. God of Thunder. <laughs> that's Miles Kennedy. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yup, that's that's Miles Kennedy. I had no idea. Fucking hilarious, man. I was like, holy shit. I remember one day I was I mean, I love the movie Rockstar. Hated Miles Kennedy at the time because I was one of those guys that loved Creed. And it was like, is that fucking Miles Kennedy? <laughs> I was like, holy shit, look how young he was. I was like, that's wow. fucking Miles Kennedy. I looked it up. It was Miles Kennedy. I was like, man, that just made me hate this fucking movie. And now I, I love no Miles idea. Kennedy. I had yeah. no idea. There's a lot of people in that movie. The singer for Steel Panther's in there. Oh, yeah. And fucking uh, who else is in there? I mean, so many rock stars are just randomly in that the movie. Five. John Bottom, fucking yeah. uh, Pilsen's Jason Bottom in there. Pilsen from fucking Dockers in there. Yeah. Who's a guitar player? Zach Wilde. Yeah, Zach, a young Zach Wilde. Yeah. Pre-biker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. And uh, just, a, I mean, a lot of people in that great band. Like a great fucking, a great fucking movie. But yeah. Great was, movie. Great line. The great fucking story. Oh, yeah. We've all lived it. It's a fucking great it's, movie, it's dude. Great, great soundtrack. I mean, everything on that and fucking you, thing. You can only really love that movie to me if you have been a musician and been through some of that shit because you get it. Yep. And you you understand. Like yeah, I you, love that movie just, as yeah, I love that movie yeah. as a kid because I wanted to be like not as a kid but as a teenager. Like I liked that movie because I wanted to be a rock star. But like going through it later in life, watching it now, you're like, holy shit man, this really like not knowing what fucking city you're in here at the time because you're just everything's blurring together. It's it's like it's not like it's not just because you're drunk and you're a mess. It's because Back then, the '80s were wild, so yeah, that's what it was. I mean, but for us, it was—I mean, it was for, for me, you know, you're on the road. Everything seems the same. Everything's the fuck. It's just like one room well, after another. It's I got to do same. both of those worlds. So, <laughs> yes and yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I was part of that. But yeah, that's mine. Uh, Alter Bridge and Creed. I think everybody should go give Alter Bridge a chance. They're a fucking great band. All right. So here's my next one, and. I was really like up against myself with doing this because it's like, well, they're huge, but they're only huge when they started being, you know, I don't want to use the term pussy, but mm. I haven't used the term pussy. You know, when they dialed it down and people were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you knew these motherfuckers when they first came out, you know, and these guys got signed because the chick came to the rehearsal fucking recorded and sent it to the label and they got signed and these motherfuckers which i turned you on to when we were on the road is queensrike oh yeah old old fucking queensrike the fucking warning you couldn't do those drums parts if you fucking tried Queensryche. Yeah. If you ever heard him, flip over your fucking rock and go buy a fucking album because they are one of the best underrated fucking bands out there. If you never fucking listen to fucking Queensryche, I don't know. I'm going to say that you're a little bit of a fucking dick. <laughs> and 
Operation Mindcrime is the fucking best concept album ever next to Pink Floyd, the fucking wall. Yes, I fucking said it. Prove me fucking wrong. I'm waiting, bitch. Uh, I like that you said concept album. I like that you brought that up. One of my bands has one, too. It's fucking great. Let's get it. Let's get it, son. I'm I mean, done we got with left. right. I don't have much to say. How many I got left? I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably going to be a two-part episode because I still <laughs> got another fucking six or seven. <laughs> I thought, I'm like looking at my list. I was like, I know I had way more than 10 on here, but some of them I was just going to do like honorable mention. No, no, no. We'll make it a two-part episode because I can't not go through these motherfuckers. <laughs> I've been through, hold on, one. I'm only on five. You're on, you're on five? I'm, no, wait, hold on. Yeah, Queensrack was five. Um, okay. Give me a hard time counting? No. Uh, <laughs> <something>, <laughs> I have cameras all around my house, and something was going on in my backyard. I want to see what the fuck it was. Yeah, ask them what they think about Queensryche. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I got one. You, you, you made a bold statement. What bold statement did I make? Um, your concept album statement. That's a strong statement. And, you know, that I'm, was I'm not, truth, motherfucker. I'm not disagreeing or anything. This has nothing to do with like a concept down. But I'm going to make a bold statement about my next band. Okay. My next band was really a one-two hit wonder in the 90s. They were young. They were kids, basically. And they, in my eyes, I don't know how you feel about the Bee Gees, but they were way bigger than fucking... Dude. First of all, how dare you fucking insult me asking me how I feel about the motherfucking Bee Gees. I would drive to Jersey right now and shove my fist <laughs> up your ass and then take my other hand and put it down your throat and pull my fist through your ass. Don't you ever fucking insult me, <laughs> fucking the Bee Gees, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> I feel like we've definitely had conversations about the Bee Gees. Like, I know we've had conversations about Queen and everything, but the Bee Gees, in my eyes, were one of the greatest fucking bands of all time. Now, this is not who I'm talking about. Obviously, they did Bitch. not start in 1997. Are you talking about the Bee Gees right now? I'm comparing them because this is my bold statement. Then why would you have me go on a fucking tirade about the Bee Gees if you're not talking about the fucking Bee Gees with I your goddamn gremlin fucking hat on? I feel like you needed to get some energy out there. Queensryche shit really got you going. <laughs> it always it, it always does. It fucking hypes me the fuck up. I can't help it, man. No, I'm going to say this, and I don't know how much you know about them after the fucking song that came out. But their first real hit was Mbop by Hanson. Okay, just so you know, I have nothing to do with this dude. I just met him yesterday. <laughs> and we just started doing this podcast. <laughs> fucked up, man. <laughs> now, I'm gonna let you statement. roll with it, dude. Yeah, I can't get on. I can't get on your page, but I gotta let you roll with it. In my opinion, Hanson 
is my generation's BGs. Think about you it. You are a dick, my friend. Yeah, I love the BGs probably more than most people on the planet. I respect them more than anybody, musician wise. I love their music, everything. But as far as like the same type of legacy, they they had hits and then they disappeared. They started writing songs for other people, right? That's correct. That's what Hanson also did. Hanson has released music under because no one will play them on the radio because of their name. They release music as a under a different name, and mm-hmm. we're a hit on rock radio again. And then people found out it was Hanson and stopped listening to it. Stop it! I swear to God. But any festival you look, you can search videos on YouTube for days. I have made this statement over and over again. As far as the pussy compartment is concerned, fucking Hanson cleans up every night, son. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, I'm sure of it. And musically wise, for three guys, their harmonies are fucking amazing, just like the Bee Gees. They write amazingly catchy songs for other bands plus themselves, just like the Bee Gees. And they have somehow stayed touring and doing work, even though nobody knows who the fuck they are anymore, just like the Bee Gees did until they did the big thing years later down the road in the '90s when they did that big concert, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, I remember this band." I'm telling you, except they've continued to play big shows. They're still playing giant festivals all over Europe and Japan, like giant festivals. And all them little 16, 13-year-old little girls that were jamming back in the day on the side of the pool going, are now in their 30s. And they're throwing them bras and panties up there like I've never seen in my That's life. That's right, son. Cold <laughs> X. <laughs> <laughs> So I just wanted to, that my bold statement was is that I truly feel that they were like the my probably my generation's BGs because of the what they've done and musically how they've grown over the years. Fucking and the BGs are amazing and they're amazing and I kind of feel like they are in the same category and nobody understands that. Listen, I I respect that because coming from you, I'm I so the BGs to me are the BGs. So I can't compare them to anybody else, and I'm a huge Bee Gees fan. I I respect what you're saying. This is where you're on page one. I'm on page two, <laughs> but I but I respect it. I respect it. I, I, I would have never made that statement until the past like two years. Yeah, there's almost a twenty year difference. I get it. I get it. That's my crazy one. Okay, so as we. Uh, leave Pussyland right now <laughs> and um, <laughs> go back to the metal. Raise your fist in the air, motherfuckers, because these motherfuckers are some motherfuckers. I saw these guys tour with Motorhead, the loudest concert I've ever been to. Gene Simmons could talk that bullshit all he wants. Fucking the loudest concert I've ever been to, seen them multiple times, would see them again now if they were around and touring. And these are motherfuckers from your town, Tony. Okay. These are Jersey dudes. Okay. And that band will be the one and only. There is no fucking duplication of these fucking guys, son. These guys are the one and only motherfucking man of war. Ah, okay. I thought you were going to say something else. Thank God you didn't. (laughs) 
I remember this band. Dude, Man of War is a fucking shit, son. Fucking double bass. That just is solid. There's no fail on that double bass, man. Oh, yeah. That's badass. I remember that. This fucking dude, Joey DeMeo. All right. Plays Flight of the Bumblebee on bass. Okay. Have you ever heard Flight of the Bumblebee? No. You never heard the Flight of the Bumblebee? What the fuck kind of musician are you? Stop ringing a bell right this minute. Really? You never heard that? It's an old classic thing. Let me see if I can bring it up. You hear that? This old bass. You heard it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our base. That's crazy. I'm gonna share the screen so you can see this savagery. <laughs> That's metal, son. <laughs> The guitar player was like, how do I follow that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to make a bunch of crazy noises for some reason. Dude, so right now, if you go see Manowar on their tour, it's $100 a ticket. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen Manowar since fucking, I don't know, 91. Because I'm not paying $100 a ticket to see. No. My mother could be on stage juggling her titties. I'm not paying $100. I was just talking about that. I was you. like, I was like. These bands coming on tour right now, their fucking prices are high, son. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Like crazy. So someone was like Metallica, like two hundred. I was like, listen, let me tell you something, you fucker. I was like, I saw Metallica with Ozzy, and it was Ozzy Ultimate Sin and Metallica Master Puppets. Oh. I paid seventeen fifty. I'll pay <laughs> I'll pay thirty six dollars. <laughs> I will not pay two hundred dollars. That's what tells to come here and cook me lobster. I ain't fucking paying that shit. Fuck you. I've seen it. What are you gonna do? Have crosses on stage? Smoke? Yeah, I was there, bitch. Fuck you. Eat a dick. That's fucking funny. <laughs> 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 All right, that's a good segue to this one, Metallica, because these guys have been avid. Everybody knows they're huge Metallica fans now. Um, they, these guys are huge metal fans, and this is why I started listening to some of this style of music again years later. Which a lot of these guys are on the list. These type of this type of music. Um, Some Forty One. You remember them? Yeah, I remember those dudes. I remember those Fat dudes. Lip, uh, In Too Deep. Had a couple yep. hits, you know. Um, just recently, in the past couple of years, got back together because their singer's sober. 
Um, but these guys are huge metal fans, huge metal fans. A lot of these bands that like happened in the late nineties, early two thousands, these guys were huge metal fans, but it just wasn't popular at the time. So they took like their metal guitar playing, like in riffing and turned it into something different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And pulled like a modern sound out of it. But like, if you ever heard these guys fucking play, like they do this, you can find online, they, uh, they have a Metallica medley that they do. Um, they did a anniversary for MTV a few years back. Well, it was a while back. Um, they played, they've opened up with their song and then they went into No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the BC Boys. Then they went into in um, Got Another Thing Coming and Rob Halford came out and sang it with them. And then oh, they did. Tommy. Tommy uh, sat inside. Um, actually, before that, before Rob Halford came out, Tommy Lee came out and they played Shout the Devil. And then Tommy Lee played with them when they played Got Another Thing Coming with Rob Halford. It's pretty cool. I'm waiting. What? Wait. I'm waiting for you to tell me who the fuck it is. Some 41. Oh, I. <laughs> <coughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, wait for what? <laughs> I'm like, I, said I, had it. No, I had no idea, man. I and, had no uh, idea. Some 41, like, man, these fucking guys, they, they, they do these videos on uh, YouTube all the time and they'll play like metal songs, like from back in the 80s. And I had no idea. Fucking, yeah, they're fucking big metal heads, man. They like, there's videos of the guitar players like going over their favorite riffs and a lot of them are like old, like metal riffs. They're like, you know what I mean? Like badass, man. These, these guys are fucking good, man. And can they play it? Yeah, they're no fucking joke. <laughs> they're fucking oh wow! Okay. Yeah, they uh they can play. Man, they, the Metallica one's pretty cool. Um, they play like four or five Metallica songs, and uh they like stream them together. It's, it was pretty cool. And then with that one, that anniversary show, that thing was pretty cool. Is they open with their song, they go into a BC Boy song, then they play "Shout the Devil" with Tommy Lee, and then Rob Halford comes out and they start playing. Uh, you got another thing coming. And it was pretty cool, like just like showing their roots of like how they love metals so much that they wanted to play with these guys. I got, cool. I've never been a fan, but I was never not a fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it's one of those bands. A, like a lot, they yeah, were around. They were just it. like, yeah, yeah. So a lot more respect for them now. Like I love a lot of their stuff now. Like I, I went back and like really listened to them, and their I, the newer stuff is really good. I have to check that out. Uh, what number are you up to? How many? Are, how many deep are you right now? We're at five, so we should have. Are you at five? I should be, because I went after you. So I have. We should both have four left. Well, no, I did Manowar last. So how many's that? I have six left. <laughs> six left? Yeah, I told you I had. To, I couldn't do a ten. I had to go. Oh, oh, oh! Ten. I thought you meant out of ten. So I have more left. I have seven. So you couldn't do 10 either, bitch. I know. Oh, I put my uh, honorable mentions in there. Two of them are kind of like my honorable mentions. All right. So you want to do one more piece or you want to make a part two? Um, I would say even maybe one more piece and then we'll do a part two of this. Okay. So my next one for all you f- old fuckers. Is someone and I when we come when we talk about underrated bands, 
I would say this is a big underrated band to me. So this is how this works out. I remember having a conversation with one of my friends, and he was talking. Oh, hold, please. Go ahead, Tony. Hold the conversation. I need to <laughs> something. Yeah. Wet my whistle. Wet um, that whistle, you big sexy missile. <laughs> <laughs> just just so you know, you're gay as fuck, no homo. Uh, <laughs> All right, man, um, we're just a couple of hard guys doing hard shit, and that just gives me a hard on, but not in a gay right. way. <laughs> we did hard time. <laughs> so, that's how the story goes. A friend of mine was, we were talking about bands, right? Uh. And he had brought up Metallica. And just so you know, this was before Metallica was Metallica. And he was like, oh, yeah, this is Ben, this is Ben, this is Ben. I was like, all right, cool. I went to a record store to buy an album. And Metallica, this band, Name's pretty similar. And I was like, oh, and I bought this band, and that's how I got turned onto this band, and then discovered Metallica. And the name of this band is Metal Church. Oh, okay. And shit. So, Metal Church, Metallica, close fucking enough for a stone ass fucking 15, 60 year old walking around the streets. But, and Metal Church, I will have to say to me, is one of the most underrated bands that there are. Metal Church is fucking amazing band. There's a straight fucking metal, you know, it's head banging. It's good fucking shit, man. You know, fucking, you gotta love Metal Church. If you don't love Metal Church, that's because you're probably a dick. Snare drum. Come on, man. And they have a fucking bunch of great fucking albums, man. And they still tour right now. I personally think that 80s drums sound the best. I like 80s snares. Uh, yeah, like the listen, that gunshot. Listen. And, you know, it's all about the breakdowns, you know. A lot of fucking breakdowns, man. And yeah. to me, that made the fucking music, bro. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? We were watching the bands, and they all went from long hair to everybody wearing do-rags. That means you got a bald spot like a motherfucker, which is all good. I saw these guys right before I moved out of New York. So it's probably 2016, and they still sounded amazing, dude. Really? Yeah, yeah. I saw them at... um. 
What's that club we used to play all the time in Long Island? Revolution? Yeah, I saw them at Revolution. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they were fucking, dude, they were fucking good. Really? Yo, yeah. I mean, they were as good as they were when I saw them back in fucking 86. Holy shit. Yeah, man. They were fucking really fucking good. They've they been through a couple of singers, but they're really good, you know? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah I yeah. love that fucking, uh, I love that, that. 80s scream and like the, the the snare like there's just something about that the guitars they got that almost digital heavy sound but it wasn't it's, like it's weird it's just raw aggression man yeah it's all this there's, there's something about that type of that hard 80s metal there's something about that that just is so fucking good but you gotta understand so not being you not being from that era you had to be so distinctive from what you are to what was around, you know, because you got to remember, it was Poison, Guns N' Roses, Cinderella, fucking Molly, and nobody, either you were left or right. Yeah. So you had to be on this side or that side. So complete 180 from what was fucking popular and what was fucking out there fucking, you know, grinding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's so. probably the one great thing about me being born later, me being younger, is I'm on both sides. You know what I mean? And there's no fucking issues because I love all 80s metal music. I like that poppy fucking, you gotta try out, out on the street fucking bullshit. And I love it. <laughs> I love it all. I fucking, you know. I am a fucking fan of all that stuff. I mean, Motley Crue, you know, one of my favorite bands of all time. Everybody knows that. And um, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, shut the fuck up about Maiden. You're not allowed to talk about Maiden. We had like a whole hour conversation about Maiden. Shut your fucking (laughs) whorish mouth about goddamn Iron Maiden. You're not allowed to talk about them. Whoa. Calm down, sir. That that is another fucking podcast. <laughs> that was already a podcast. <laughs> Do not talk about Maiden. You're not allowed to say Iron Maiden. You well, say a bunch of motherfuckers from England. Don't you're not allowed to say it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth, you pirate fucking hooker. You know I love I love all sides of the eighties. I love even that Pat Benatar shit. I like it all. So me yeah, there's some dope Pat Benatar fucking songs, man. I know, that's what I'm saying. I love all 80s. So I will never, I mean, even the silly shit, it's still great. I mean, I could go back, I could listen to any, I feel like almost any music that came out of the, the entirety of the 80s and be happy. Like, I really feel like I fucking could. <clears throat> I love the metal. I love the pop. I love the rock. I love the, the, the bullshit that came out, like, Fucking Sonny and Cher, <laughs> Sonny and Cher shit. I like it all. So I love the. But oh, that's not the eighties. That's seventies. Well, didn't they do shit in the eighties too? Didn't they come back and do stuff in the eighties? Yeah, Sonny Cher's seventies. He's had a variety show, all sorts of fucking crazy, wacky shit. And then he was like, "I'm going to be a senator." Yeah, and then he figured I was going to go skiing, and that didn't work out for him. That <laughs> didn't work out too well for him at all. <laughs> but all right, you got one more, buddy, because we're going to have to part two this. Okay, 
my last one, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a, a big one for me, especially yeah. especially recently. Band from Jersey. Uh <clears throat> the reason the band even started was because the lead singer was on a ferry on his way to the Statue of Liberty and saw the twin towers go down. And he said if life can just end like that, I might as well do what I want to do. And he started a fucking band the next day. That band was My Chemical Romance. They're from Jersey? Yeah. I had no idea. Yep, they're from, uh, like, Central Jersey. Like, not too far from me. Like I did yeah, not know that. Like an hour. Um, and let me tell you, when they were out, I wasn't a big fan. Because I thought they were just, like, this weird emo band. You know what I mean? Um, not realizing now that each band member is like crazy talented. Their guitar players are amazing. Um, they've been through a couple drummers. Their, their current drummer, though, is awesome. But, I mean, when I say they literally planned every single aspect of their career, they planned it all. They planned their first album, and then once they got big, they knew what they were going to do. They were like, we're going to do this album, and then we're going to do this album. And then after this album, we're going to take a break because now we have families. Let's, we're going to take a seven-year break. And then that seventh year, we're gonna we're gonna do something. And I mean, they made a big spectacle of it too. It was like a year before they even announced a reunion tour. It was like this thing they kept putting stuff on their Twitter and their website, and they kept changing things. And these these little bits of this video were coming out, just little pieces of it, right? And it turned out to this giant fucking video that announced the return of their band, right? And now you said something about concept album earlier. Mm-hmm. So all their albums have a theme, right? But the the second to last album, their sophomore album, The Black Parade, is a concept album about a, a, a patient who goes in for a surgery and they find out he has cancer while in the middle of the surgery. So when he wakes up, they tell him the bad news and he finds out he's probably only got weeks to live. And then every song tells a story of this guy pretty much going through the motions alone in a hospital dying of cancer now and the great part is is because they had to put it in a certain order um because they didn't want like too many songs going back and forth they wanted it to flow better but if you listen to it in the order of the album it tells a story that story of the cancer patient if you listen to it in a different order it tells another story of the same cancer patient where it ends where his his love comes back to him, right? If you listen to it in another order, which apparently is the real order of the album, it literally tells a story between two people, which is the cancer patient, and a, a, let's say, I don't want to say death, but like a wayward soul that's supposed to carry him to the afterlife, who doesn't like know who he is. He's actually a World War II victim, or World War I um, victim. Uh, he was killed in World War I. He was a soldier all the stuff and you get backstories of it throughout the album. And so one song is the one singing, one is the response of the, the, of the wayward soul singing. And one's the patient, then one's the soul, one's the patient, one's the demon, you know what I'm saying? And they go back and forth. And depending on which song you listen to last, it's the same song, but there's two endings. If you listen to the one ending, he dies and goes to hell. If you listen to the other ending, it's got a choir at the bottom, back of the background. That means he went to heaven. So you're telling me, uh, you're gonna have to send me some shit on this because I have to listen to it. Because to me, 
like I told you, Operation Mindcrime is one of the best concept albums ever. Not, Next not, to the wall. Not doubting it. But this is seriously one of the best just stories I've ever heard in general. Oh, no. I'm open. And it's you very, got me intrigued. Very cool. And like the guitar player, like when they were making the album, this, uh, he's a, like a big metal fan. Ozzy Osbourne, shit, like he was a big metal fan. And he was upset that they were kind of going to a, a different direction. And he was just kind of in his room because they were in a hotel writing the album. And the singer heard him and he could just tell how sad he was by his playing. And he was playing like old metal riffs that he said, I want to incorporate your more more of that in here. And they, they put some more metal on it like uh, like that. Like you can hear it, but they're big Queen fans. Oh, nice. So it's got an opera feel very to it. Very operatic. It's, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. like the, the guitar sounds are very similar to like Brian May stuff like very interesting in the way they did it like there's a lot of stuff going in the left ear and the right ear and it's crazy and there's voices and there's trumpets and there's all this sort of and it is a fucking masterpiece from start to finish and i'm upset that this is a band that i didn't appreciate when i was younger because now they're coming back uh covid kind of fucked them up but now they're doing their reunion and tickets are so fucking astronomical (laughs) they sold out they sold out the the Wells Fargo Center in fucking three minutes. Oh wow! Yeah, this is a big deal. Them coming back, like it's a big. People are like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like, there's a TikTok. I'm not a TikTok guy, but Amber showed it to me. And, uh, and the one TikTok was, uh, "I can sum up an entire generation by one note," and he plays the first note to the Black Parade song, and it's immediately you just know what it is when you hear it. You just even if you weren't a fan, you like knew that song. It was such a big song that year, but just respect as a band i feel like they never got what was coming to i think they're getting it now like people my age are starting to finally be like shit man this band was great i think they're just starting to really get the recognition that they had they should have got back then i wish i would have gave them back then because i would have fucking followed this band that's how fucking good they are. i gotta look into that yeah they're, they're great fucking band Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's 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 my last one on the list. I fucking think that people should really go back and give a band like that a chance because they fucking killing their live shows are amazing and they're fucking like that that whole album. They've created they created a fake band called the Black Parade and they opened for themselves. And they would play the whole Black Parade album dressed up in different outfits and then they come out as My Chemical Romance for the second half of the show. Yeah, I, I'm definitely, definitely got because only because you're so passionate about it. It yeah. feels like I, I have to fucking, you know. Yeah, if I could it. ever recommend it, I, I will. I will send you which album to listen to. That's the fucking album you want to listen to, and that's where you want to be. Pause it. Pause. Okay. But I got to listen to that. I didn't know they were that like in depth with what they Yeah, do. me either. And then like even the album afterwards is like pretty much a concept album. It's just not as like crazy as that. Like but it's got a theme behind it and it's like every album has a theme and it's really interesting how they, they adapt their sound just a little bit for the album and it's really, really cool and you can hear their roots in everything they do. Well, saying what you're saying about them, I'm gonna have to definitely look into them, you know, because I hold the Operation Mind Crime. On a very high standard, especially if I'm putting it up out. against a wall. You haven't yeah. heard Operation Mind Crime? I don't think so. Dude, 
listen to Operation My Crime from beginning to end. It's a concept album. When I tell you, in my opinion, the best concept album, second to the wall. Pink Floyd the Wall, in case you didn't know who I was talking about. All right, and with that be with that being said, dude, I have five killers. Five fucking killers yeah. left. But we're gonna we're gonna revisit this on um part two, son. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, because I'd rather listen to an hour and a half a piece than three hours because you know people got intensive spans as long as gnats penises <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to share something with you real quick I'm always about getting something shared to me huh is that the goofy movie you're yeah, this, talking about this is what I fucking pictured <laughs> <laughs> when you tell that fucking story I don't know why I just do, and it's fucking hysterical. Every time I see it, it makes me laugh. And this is this is him dancing to the Bee Gees. He finds headphones, and the Bee Gees come on, and he starts dancing to it. Hysterical. You, you know what that reminds me of? What's that? Some girl we met in Ohio. Oh God! <laughs> I'm gonna leave. That I love their album. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh and with that being said, thank you for tuning in. We have so much love, so much passion for what we're talking about right now that we had to split it up into two episodes and we'll be getting back to you most shortly with the continuation of these bands. Our, well, it's supposed to be top 10. Apparently it's a top 12 for me and a top 13 for Tony, but we'll fucking get back to you with it. It's a top <laughs> whatever the fuck I make it, son. That's what it is, son. Bitch. How about just, uh, you know, just name a bunch of bands that you think people should listen to. All right, here exactly. We, go. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed with ten, yeah. but apparently that didn't work out. Either. And so, it's fucked up because both of us were like, "I got more than ten. <laughs> I got more than ten. <laughs> it, it was hard for me to cap it at twelve or thirteen, whatever the fuck I did. Yeah, I was so, sitting there. I was like, "Oh, there's so many." Like, ah, oh. but I, I was like trying to like, all right, give me just keep a nice little, nice little range. I could, I, I literally could go 25 easily. Oh, probably. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's off the top of my head. I'm going to have to write them down. It's fucking. To be like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you ever talk about Toto? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just, it, you know what I mean? Exactly. I, 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 mean, I, I could definitely. It wasn't fucking. It was harder to cut it down than it was to compile. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely on that. I, I was just choosing through the ones that I was doing because I wasn't like doing an order, but I wanted to get certain ones out there tonight. Yeah. It's fucking so, hard enough to be like, oh, should I do this one yet? Uh, save it? Nah. I got five, six more. How many you got? About the same. All right. So we'll get back to you guys and, you know, let us know if you like it. Throw a comment. What you think is one of your most underrated bands from your time era. And maybe we give a fuck and maybe we don't. 
<laughs> I, I, I don't. You don't? You do. Which one do you do? I don't know you do? anymore. I do. Yeah, I, don't really, I really don't. I, uh, <laughs> I just uh, I really like this lemonade. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, anyway, check us out on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean, and Google, and pretty much if you literally just search Generation Animal um, podcast, it'll come up. If not, you'll see the Biohazard Store, which isn't that bad of a fucking deal either. I'm sure, it'll come up. <laughs> and if you're searching and you can't find it, let us know so we can correct that problem. Yeah. Uh, I know an easy way to get it is if you literally search uh, Generation Animal Troy or Gener- Generation Animal Tony, it will come up immediately. I do know that. But it is coming up on Google. It's like the top thing on Google. Really? Yeah, it is. My Because um, my coworker was looking for it. I said, just uh, Google it. And he was like, oh, it's the first thing that came up. Perfect. Yeah, so it's on there. So you guys got no fucking excuse now. Go find it. It's fucking there. I see you fuckers on your phone all day long. You could be listening to me. Or me. Uh, well, mostly me. Or both of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys, if you if ain't listening by now, then you're just a bunch of fucking idiots. That's right. Which, you know, hey, we got room for idiots. <laughs> we got yeah, we love idiots. <laughs> they, they bought all our shitty music for years. <laughs> yeah. So now we need them to buy our shitty conversation. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we love you guys and thank you for listening. And we're going to churn out some more episodes. You know, life's calming down a little bit so we get a couple more out to you. Yep. And stay. Oh, wait. And that's all from. Troy, keep your hands off my barrel, Mosby. <laughs> and Tony, don't you talk about my gizmo hat. <laughs> Kalusi. Motherfucking Mogwai, son. <laughs> <laughs> don't get them wet at night. <laughs> Please, God, don't feed them. Have a great uh, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, just have a nice time. We, uh, we'll try to get more out, and we love you guys, and stay filthy, fuckers. Ooh, ah, ga, ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>